Folks, this whole world is in a mess. America's in a mess. Here we are. We've got, we've got worldwide chaos. We've got chaos right here in America. We've got political. The whole country's divided. You got, the whole country's ready to just about to go to war with each other. We've got Russia on the border of the Ukraine with hundreds of thousands of troops. We've got China <clears throat> talking about Taiwan. We've got, we got Israel bombing some things in Iran. Iran saying they're going to destroy Israel. We've got Syria in the mix down there. We've got, and then uh, to top it off, we've got this crazy pandemic that's been going on for two years now. And, and, and the whole country lockdowns and, and force this and force that. What is, but you know what? There's something even worse than all those things I just mentioned. You know what it is? It's apostasy that has crept in to the churches of God and into our country and into our, into our Christianity here in America and across the world. That's as far worse than anything politically or anything nationally going on, all these things that I just mentioned. Apostasy is far worse than any of that. Why? Because we're talking about eternity. We're talking about the difference between heaven and hell. I've got Doc in the studio. I've got my new book, The Great End Time Apostasy. We talked about some of this a couple weeks back, but uh, we're going to go a lot further with this. Stay tuned. All right, Brother Goodwin here, Doc sitting here, Dr. Hiltabitter with me in the studio. And uh, Doc, this is a sobering subject. It is. Because, the, you know, you can differ on certain things. You can differ on yes. certain doctrines in the Bible and, and still be friends and all sure. that. But we're talking about the difference between going to heaven or by hell. grace yes. and going to hell being judged out of the books uh, yes. at the great white throne. Yes, and you wrote a book on the Great White Throne. We did a show on this, but I do want to I do want to mention this again because this topic shows up in my book. Because what I discovered as I wrote the book, it came to me. If 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 there's different ways to heaven, if if Adam is saved different than Noah and Moses is saved different yeah. than Abraham, and the New Testament folks are saved different than John the Baptist was saved, if there's different ways to heaven, and I and I talk about mm -hmm. that in the book. Then at the great white throne, we've got a problem. Yes, right. Because you've got people from Adam's day, Abraham's day, Noah's day, uh, Moses, uh, all the, way the prophets, the Ezekiel, and all the way through the end, the church age, and into the rap, uh, yes. tribulation, and the millennium, saints, and the kingdom age people. Yeah. Standing at the great white throne, and the books are open, yes. and they're judged out of the things in the books. The problem right. is, if you're saved different in different generations, different ages... What's the standard they'll yeah. use? So God has to say, well, all, right, all you that were born in, uh, in Abraham's day, stand over here. You're going to be judged out of this book. And all you in uh, Moses uh, under the law, yeah. you stand over here. That doesn't happen, does it? Doesn't happen. 
And uh, it doesn't make sense. No. Um, and your, your booklet here, let me have this camera here, your booklet, uh, The Great White Throne Judgment. The Great White Judgment of God. Yes. 24 pages, Doc. This, this is good stuff. Why don't you take just a, uh, a minute or two and tell the folks what this, what this is about. Well, I cover the what, when, why, where, and how of the Great White Throne Judgment of God. And uh, especially when you get to the why. Yeah. It is really sobering to realize what it's all about. Doc, everybody standing at that great white throne is lost, aren't they? Everybody's there because their name is not in the land book. They'll be able to see. Your name's not recorded. They're not being judged as to whether they did more good than bad. No, no. Who goes to heaven. And they're being judged because they're all sinners and they're already condemned mm -hmm. and they're going to hell. But the, the final judgment is the final, the reason why it's the final, and I cover it in the booklet, the reason why the great white throne judgment is the final thing in the realm of time is because God's going to wait until all of their deeds is tallied up. Yeah. Because the Bible says our works do follow us. In other words, you believe like I do, there's different degrees of punishment. Just by, at the judgment seat of Christ, we get different types of rewards for how we've served the Lord as a Christian. Yeah. And there will be different degrees of punishment for the lake of fire in relationship. How, how would a just God give the same penalty to a man who had never really heard the clear gospel versus uh, somebody like a, uh, out, out of the Nazi regime that helped kill six million Jews? Yeah. So it won't be until, let's say in the book I cover, talk about a man who owned adult bookstores. Well, he got saved. But if a person in that kind of business didn't get saved, here's what happened. All the things that you did in that generation through your, through your business is going to trickle into the next generation, maybe even the next generation. Who knows how far that is going to right, go? You're still... You're, you're, still still rolling, stacking, right. you're still rolling up things that's going to be tallied up against yep, you. Yep. That's why the great white throne judgment is the final thing. And the same thing's true about the judgment seat of Christ. That's right. You know, all the books we've written after we're dead. Because a lot of people think that the judgment seat of Christ is an individual thing that, that happens whenever you die or at the rest. No, it's waiting until all of the saints that are going to be in heaven. That's when it takes place. Because yep. okay. your works do follow you. All right, great little book, and we we did a show on it. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, I, I wanted to I wanted to mention that I talk about it a little bit in here as well. The fact that if if there's different ways to heaven in different ages, uh, yeah. By the way, also if you have to if you have to live a certain way after you're saved to keep yourself saved, and I I mentioned this in the book, and we'll probably get to this, but that means that. You after even say people got to be at the great white throne because we got to God's got to determine if uh, if you messed up. No, you, no. Ridiculous. Yeah. ridiculous. It is ridiculous. Um, yeah. Well, let's. That, uh, if you could get yourself out of it, that means you must have found a way to get yourself into it. That's right. It wouldn't be a free gift if you didn't do anything to get saved. You can't do anything to get unsaved. Uh, it just blows my. Well, you got to take the book. But it's 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 the great apostasy, and it's a it is. And uh, folks, don't forget on the website also the, the God's Found Jubilee book, the original 2014. We're a viewer-supported ministry here. I found some cases of these that were never sold. These are brand new from 2014, copyright. 
Uh, we sold thousands of these. This, this is what got, got me on the map in the prophecy world. And uh, go to the website, and it's, on, it's a donation package to help keep us uh, pay the bills here, pay the TV and the radio bills. And uh, So let's get that out of the way. And, Doc, you got a verse for us. Yes. Uh, 2 Thessalonians, I believe, chapter 3. Chapter 2. Chapter 2. I always get it yeah, wrong. Chapter 2. two. I always, it's either 3, 2, or 2, 3. It's yeah. 2, 3. <laughs> it's in verse 3, and, of course, it has to do with the, uh, with the, coming, the second coming of the Lord. And he says, Let no man deceive you by any means, for that day shall not come, except there come a falling away first. And that man of sin revealed the son of perdition. And we great falling away. And that falling away, and we talked about this in, in a show a few weeks ago, but the falling away seems to be where we get the word apostasy. And uh, to, to fall away, and I like your definition best, to to turn away from revealed truth, truth. I believe is how yes. you said it. Revealed truth. And uh, turning away from truth. Yes. And so uh, I say in the book, let me just give some of the highlights of the book for the, for the, for the viewers out there. Uh, I talk about apostasy and the definition of it. I give Webster's definition. But uh, um, the church of the Laodiceans mm -hmm. is not just a symptom of a problem. It's a sign of, of the end of an age. What is it? It's apostasy. Yeah. Church of the Laodiceans is, is filled with apostasy. It's all about self. And uh, I start with the root of apostasy. The root of apostasy starts with the Bible. The Bible is the truth. Sanctify yep. them through thy truth. Thy word, word is, is truth. truth. So the first thing Satan attacked way back in Genesis 3 was he attacked what God, God had said. said. Had God said. Mm -hmm. And he got Eve to question that. And, uh, but yeah. what's the, what was the purpose of all that? It's, what, what was Satan's motive to get, us, get our eyes off the Bible? Got to start doubting God. And it's what you always say in almost every program. It's all about redemption. It's all about redemption. The, the entire Bible is about man sinned. Yeah. Man, the, the penalty for sin is hell. Yeah. God loves us, sent his son to the cross mm -hmm. to pay the sin of the world. And the whole Bible is about drawing us to the Savior. Yes, absolutely. And uh, so Satan had a, a, had a, a, a goal here and a means to an end. His means to an end was to get us to discredit the Bible mm -hmm. so that we would discredit what the Bible says so that we would not get saved. Or if you are saved, it would get you to doubt things and, mm -hmm. and live a, a non-victorious doubting life. He, he's done a masterful job, even within the realms of quote-unquote clergy, yeah. doubting their Bible. I wrote here two things uh, about Satan. Of course, Satan hates us, but there's something he hates more than mm. he hates Dr. Hiltabell. Yes. He hates God. That's it. Because Satan, you read Isaiah 14 and Ezekiel 28, I think yes. I got that right, and you'll find the story of the fall of Satan. Yeah. He wanted to be equal with God. He mm -hmm. wanted to set up a throne on the same level as God. He didn't want to be over God. People misunderstand this. He wanted to be equal. He wanted to have, he wanted to be God. Mm -hmm. be like, he said, I want, I'm going to be like God. Yeah, like what God is too. a God? A God is that person or thing or book that determines for you what is right and what is wrong. That's what he tempted Eve with. He said, yeah. God does know the day you eat that fruit, you'll be like him, yeah. determining what is right and what is wrong. That's what a words, God is. In other words, Eve, wouldn't you like to be in charge of your own life? Yeah, the woman's live movement yeah, started, started right there right in Genesis there. 3. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, we should write at the top of the page, women's lib starts here. Yep. And boy, it hasn't helped them very much. Women no. are in worse shape now than ever. That's right. 
they're all working in the steel mills and everything yeah. else. And, uh, oh, and now they're trying to win swimming contests uh, against uh, yep. transgender males. You would think the women would rise up. Yeah, you don't and, even hear the feminism yeah, talking about where, that. Where, where, where are they? My goodness, you got this guy. Uh, is he in Pennsylvania? The, yeah, uh, I think Pennsylvania uh, University of Midwest. And, and I read a little thing about him. He says he still has his man parts. Yeah, and he's and the girls are all complaining. And he's because still he, attracted because to because he's still attracted women. Yeah, but he's but he's he identifies as yeah. a woman, mm -hmm. and he's winning all the swimming things. Yeah, yeah the the women ain't got a chance against. No, uh, it's ridiculous. So, but yeah. So two things here about Satan. Uh, he hates God. So he wants to keep man from believing the gospel message so that they'll be lost. Why? Because so it'll hurt God. That's it. He wants to take away what God loves to hurt. Because to get we're back made in the image of God. Yeah. And he doesn't want, yeah. Secondly, as far as the saved man goes, he wants to, he wants to bring doubt about eternal security to the saved man. So because he doesn't have any victory. Yeah. yeah. If, you, if you're one, not sure if you're saved or not, uh, you're not going to have any victory. You don't have any victory. And you're certainly not going to go across the street and, and, and preach to somebody no, if you don't not. even know where you're going. Yeah. Um, so Satan has a plan. That plan is a plan of deception. And I got five, I think five things okay. that I wrote here that, that Satan is trying to do to the gospel. Number one, he's come up with this thing called baptismal regeneration. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's still out there. There's, well, yeah. And they go to the Bible to get things out of context yeah. to try to prove their point. Yeah. They forget yeah. about a little comma there in one passage. Yeah. Be, you know, believe and be baptized. Mm -hmm. uh, there's yeah. a comma there. He's yeah. just saying. He wasn't yeah. saying baptism saved no. you. No. you got to no. take the whole Bible. You can't well, just, that's it. They won't take you, the... You can't just pick out one little ah. phrase and build a doctrine on it. It's got to yeah. match everything else. That's right. And, uh, you know... Only the New Testament people have to be baptized. That's right. So everyone else in the Old Testament, they get a pass. At, uh, yeah. They didn't have to get baptized, but we have to get baptized. Mm -hmm. now, that's what they're saying. Yeah. Makes no sense. Every, listen, everybody is saved the same way, by the blood of the Lamb, it's the all Messiah. By, all by God's grace. Yeah, doesn't matter where you were born on the timeline of history. Nope. Nope. Baptismal generation is out there, and it's a false doctrine. It is false. And uh, the, uh, in Acts chapter 8, uh, Philip uh, and the eunuch, the story there, the mm -hmm. eunuch wants to get baptized. And he says, what doth hinder me to be baptized? Yeah. Now this, is, this answers, Philip said, if thou believest with all thine heart, thou mayest. What that, is it that saves you? Believe on the believe Lord Jesus Believe on the Christ. Lord Jesus, thou shalt be saved. Baptism's not part of that. No. Philip said, look, if you're a believer now, if you're trusting Christ... If you're trusting the Messiah, then you're a candidate. Sure, you're supposed to be baptized after you mm -hmm. become a believer. Yeah, not to not to save you, or not to help you get saved, and, and certainly not to keep yeah. you saved. It's 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 an act of obedience there, and it pictures mm -hmm. and it also puts you into, I believe, the local church. Yes. Uh, the second deception, and this, by the way, Doc, this one is growing again. I'm, I'm, I'm seeing this in a lot of our circles now. Hmm. Calvinism. Oh, boy. Calvinism. Now, Calvinism comes from a man named John Calvin, mm -hmm. who did some good things and had some mm -hmm. good qualities back in the late 1500s during the Reformation. Right. Um, he, uh, but he came up, uh, he's credited with this doctrine that we call Calvinism. Yeah. Folks, maybe you've heard of the, the tulip, the five, the five parts of the tulip. And I don't believe in any of the five, by the way, uh, of the tulip, the total depravity of man, that's the T, and unlimited atonement, mm -hmm. that's the U, and it goes on through the, through the P there. And uh, the false teaching of Calvinism stems from the teaching of John Calvin back in the 1500s during the Reformation. 
This is a heresy that says God chooses who goes to heaven before we were born and that he created some for heaven and some for hell. Yeah. What kind of a God would do that? Well, <laughs> not the God of the Bible. The Bible says God's not willing that any should perish. Second Peter 3, 9, right but there. But that all or come to Peter, repentance. Second Peter, I forget yes. which. Uh, Second Peter, I got written down here. Um, he's not willing that any should perish. That blows, that one verse ends yeah. Calvinism. I right would there. think, but. Yeah, but they find uh, there's a verse that says that you were predestinated. Yeah. Then they jump on that. They, they, they yeah, misunderstand they take it what out that's it, saying. They take it out of its context. He's simply saying those who believe it's already been predestined that if you believe yeah. you'll be saved. And also you've got to understand the difference between God's foreknowledge yes. and God uh, you know, predestining yes. somebody. Yeah. God, looked at, God knows the end from the beginning. Yeah. He's outside of time. That's right. And he already knows who's going to get saved, but he didn't determine but it, that. But it's not because he's determined it. Right. He just knows it. Yeah. And so that's a big one that's growing again. And Well, uh, that removes, because that removes the responsibility of a Christian from sharing the gospel. And that's why Satan wants to push this. Yeah. There are saved people who have bought into Calvinism. Absolutely. There's Multitude. no reason to go knock on somebody's door and witness I know a to anybody. If, yes, if you don't have anything to do with it, God's already determined yeah. if they're going to be saved. Why even give an invitation at church? Yeah. And that, see, that, that, is, that hurts God because it yep. keeps people from doing the business that's, that, that's it. that we're called to do, going to all the world and preach the gospel. That's it. What good is that if God's already chosen? Already, why, why send a missionary anywhere? Yeah. Well, we could go on and on on these, but let's jump yeah. to the next one. The deception of dispensational salvation. Oh, my Dispensational salvation. That's now, even big in our circle. Now, at least the dispensational guy who, who thinks there's different ways to heaven from Adam, Abraham, mm -hmm. Moses, they all had different ways to heaven yeah. than we do and different from each other. Mm -hmm. Abraham had uh, his way. There's the, there's the age of conscience. And yep. uh, then there's the age of the law with Moses. Mm -hmm. and, and, of course, the New Testament. In fact, they say that Peter and John the Baptist were saved different. And mm -hmm. they say that Peter was saved different than you and I were saved. See, it's a, it's yeah. a lie. No, and, it's not uh, true. It brings confusion and doubts and wonder. And, and, uh, now, but I want to I know something better and deeper than you yeah. do. Yeah. Now, at least the dispensationalists, at least as long as they believe we're saved by grace in the church age, yeah. we can get along with them. But Absolutely. the problem is it makes God a respecter of persons. Mm -hmm. It's not fair. It's not no. right. No, it's not. And, uh, and it messes up the great white throne like we already yeah, talked about. That's right. These, these guys all got to be judged I'm not sure they think it all the way through. They no, just they don't think read somebody's book or they, yeah. they heard somebody preach and they really never put it all together themselves. And I say here it, it makes God a respect of a person. Some are saved by works, others by grace, yep. others by this, others by that. Uh, it also causes confusion at the great white throne mm -hmm. as to how they're judged when the books are open. It contradicts scores and scores of scriptures. That's it. And in the, in the booklet here, I have a whole section. I got four or five pages, maybe more, uh, on this one point, and I'm not going to get mm -hmm. into that now. Uh, but I, but I do want to, I do want to say it's in here. I explain why the doctrine of saying that there's different ways to heaven in different Old Testament, New Testament, um, and I prove in here that that is absolutely not true at all. If uh, they just let the Bible be its own dictionary and yep. its own commentary. You know, Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. Everyone said, oh, we're in the age of grace. We've always, it's always been grace. Always been. Yeah. 
um, you know, when it talks about the age of grace, he's simply saying we have seen the fulfillment yes. of the bloodshed on the cross. That's it. He's not saying it wasn't grace All of it was that. looking forward to the time when Jesus paid the ultimate price and, for sin. And isn't that the passage you brought up before in Hebrews? That taught, they, yeah. they were looking, I think they Hebrews were 11. Yes. Yeah, they... Uh, you know, they didn't see the they didn't see the promise, but they they saw it. They yeah. knew it was coming. They didn't experience. Yeah, it. a lot of people, you know, uh, they take that out of con, not realizing that passage in Hebrews is is in reference to the uh, Moses and the children of Israel. They came up, they saw the promised land. They even tasted of the things of the promised land. But they rejected to go in. They yeah. because of unbelief. And that's the Hebrew six controversy. Yes, and it's not a controversy yeah. at all. Everybody goes to Hebrews six and says, uh, "See, they lost their salvation. They didn't lose it. No, he's they simply never saying, how could we bring you to any more enlightenment? You've yeah. already seen it and you tasted of it and you rejected it. Yeah. I can't give you anything else to more convince you.' And that's you. what it says. There. That's exactly yeah. what it's about." I talk about that Old Testament people have to get born again. I got a very deep discussion about that that I think most people have never seen before. Because uh, John chapter 3 is Old Testament. Yes. This is before the cross. It's before the and cross. And you tell Nicodemus three times, you must be born again. Born again. So Old yep. Testament people got to be born again. He says you cannot inherit. Unless, you, unless a man is born again, he cannot see the see kingdom, the of, kingdom God. of God. Yes. Now that's pretty plain. That means yep. that Samuel had to be born again. That means yep. Moses had to be born again. So when did they experience the fulfillment of that like you and I got? Right. In paradise, when Christ leaves the that's cross, it. he goes down see, there for three days. See, people don't understand. Yep. He breathes on yep. them, and that's when they got the regenerated spirit yep. that you and I got the moment we and got And that's saved. when he was able then to leave captivity yep. captive. And he took paradise into heaven. Yep. And now, and there's a section in here why the Old Testament people went to paradise. Yes. They didn't go to, Jesus said to the thief on the cross, to this day shalt thou be with me, not in heaven, in paradise. In paradise. Abraham's bosom. Yep. And uh, I explain all that in here to some degree. That's good. And yeah. uh, number four, a fourth deception. And this is a big one, Doc. We can't know for sure until we die. Boy, now, isn't boy. that a bunch of hope, huh? Well, uh, seems so like... So you go to bed at night. Oh, seems me like I read where we're already seated in the heavenlies. That's right. Jesus. Now, I, didn't, I almost put that in here. I didn't, yeah. but, but uh, I thought about yeah. that point. Uh, we're already seated. I think it's Ephesians. Or it's Philip. in Ephesians. We're already seated in God's foreknowledge. We're already seated. And in we're the sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise That's until the day of redemption. Yeah. So uh, this is another lie of Satan that robs the believer of joy and victory. Oh. If you go to bed at night and, well, I don't know if I'm, uh, you can't know for sure well, until sure you die. Hope so. How many times have you heard somebody say, well, you can't, know? you know, you ask them, you're going to heaven, well, you can't know until you die. Well, you better know before you die, Buster. You better Buster. know before you die. Well, you probably you're not, ain't going. That's right. And uh, He said, these things have been written unto you that believe on the name of the Son of God that you may know. That's the first verse under the, under the point yeah. right there. 1 John 5, you gotta, 13. You know it. Now, that's what it says. You can know that yeah, you're going absolutely. to heaven. Absolutely. I'm just taking God at His word. You've got to let the book speak for itself. In here, I give five men who knew. And mm, I think that's interesting. Uh, five men who, who the Bible says were sure of heaven. Some of them are Old Testament. Uh -huh. I've got King David. Yes. And, and I use 2 yeah. Samuel 12 where his son dies. I can't bring him back, but I can go to him. That's right. Yeah. Dave, uh, David knew he was going to go to God one Job day. knew he was going. That's another one. Job said, I know my Redeemer liveth, Live. and I shall, shall stand. see him. See yeah. at the last day. I forget how that goes. That's in here. Uh, these guys knew. Yes. They, weren't, they didn't wait till they died. They knew before no. they died they were going to heaven. 
Absolutely. Be with God. The Apostle Paul knew for certain. He said, we're confident, I say, and willing rather to be absent from the body, to be present with the Lord. Yes. How could you say that if you didn't know that you were going to heaven? Know. <laughs> Peter knew. Yep. Peter said, uh, uh, he said, uh, reserved in heaven for you who are kept by the power of God. Oh, he said, kept, not only do I so know, you're not kept but yourself. I'm kept. Yeah. Kept by the power of God. Can't, yeah. can't keep yourself. He keeps yeah. us. Boy, oh boy. John, yeah. the uh, Apostle John knew. Uh, he, he said, uh, for, uh, he said that all believers can know that you have eternal life. Yes. Um, John, John knew that. Um, I have a CD, by the way, I want to folks to know on the website. My wife uh, edited this. This is a sermon I preached a long time ago. It's called, What It Would Take to Lose Eternal Life. Wow. It's shocking. And uh, it's, it's on a CD. You can go to the website and, uh, and uh, go to the bookstore. It'll be there. It kind of goes hand in hand with, with this booklet here. Um, I preached it a long time ago. I bet you 10 years ago. And we found it. And she's doctored it up and got some of the static out of it. It's not perfect, but uh, I think they'll enjoy that thing. What it would take to lose eternal life. Amen. God, number one of them is God would have to be a liar. Because God That's promised it. us eternal life. He promised it. If, if you don't go to heaven, God's a liar. He said something about never. Yep, never. No man shall, uh, you, you, no. no man can ever pluck you out of his hand and will never perish, he says. Yep, never perish. Uh, John, uh, John chapter 10 there. Yep. Um, so, well, there's one more here. We've got just a couple minutes. We may have to hit some of this in mm -hmm. another time. But the deception that a believer can lose that free mm. gift of salvation wow. that we got by grace through faith, somehow yeah. they're saying we can lose that. Yeah. What does that do to a believer, Doc? It leaves him without any victory. Leaves him without any power in his life. Leaves him without the ability to convince anybody else of their need to get saved. Yeah, and he and he can. Never... Why would I want to have something you have if you don't know you have it? And how could you say, tell anybody, I know I'm going to heaven, if you can send your grace away? Yeah. And that's what, how the, some of them put I it. Don't, I can. You can send yeah. that grace away. That's impossible. It's impossible. Whew. No. You know, for by grace are you saved through faith and is not, not of, yourselves, of yourselves, not of works, just in case you didn't get that. Not of works, lest any man should yes. boast. I got right. nothing to boast about. Yep. Now, here's what they'll say. Yeah, well, that's for salvation. But after you're saved, you have to, nowhere in the Bible does well, it say I have to do something after I get saved to, to stay saved. That's why Paul spent the first half of the book of Galatians all about that. Are you saved by faith and now you're going to finish it up with work? And I have that in the book. I have Galatians chapter 3, what you're talking about. Yes. I have that whole passage in here. I, I, yeah. I give a critique of every verse. Are you, are you, are you uh, uh, made perfect by the flesh? Ye that have begun in the Spirit. In other words, you've begun by trusting Christ. Are you made perfect, perfect. in the flesh? By the way, it's not really a question. It's a rhetorical That's statement. That's right. He's making a statement. He said, how can you be, keep yourself safe? You got saved by trusting the Christ and yep. the Holy Spirit saves you by, by simply faith. How do you keep yourself saved by works? You can't. It's impossible. That's doesn't right. make a bit of sense. Nope. And, uh, so I, I, I'm convinced if anybody had never been tampered with by somebody else, all they had was their Bible, they wouldn't know anything yeah. but eternal security. The very famous John 3, 16, For God so loved the world, yes. He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believe in Him shall not perish, but have temporary life unless you sin again. Nope. It's not what it says. Everlasting. It? Everlasting life. See, God didn't save me on probation. He didn't save Amen. you on probation. No. 
we're saved, we're born again yes. just like a human being when they're born as a little baby. Right. You can't be unborn. Nope. And you can't be spiritually unborn no matter Amen. what. Now, God sometimes kills Christians. That's right. And in fact, I can show you in the Bible. Takes them, takes them on home. Yeah. Yes. And, uh, but God's long-suffering. And, uh, but yes. that clock's not, Doc, and we're, yeah, we're, 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 we're out, out of time. time. Folks, I hope we've whet your appetite. Go to the website and get this thing. Amen. And uh, you need to know about these things. And uh, this is the great end-time apostasy. Don't be a part of it. Well, until next time, keep your eyes on the sky.